Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode 10 of the DBPT podcast. I'm Dave Ballantyne, I'm the host, and I just want to take a second to thank you for taking the time to tune in and listen. Um, and I hope you had a good Easter weekend. Um, probably one of the weirdest Easter weekends we've ever had, but I hope you made the best of it. Um, managed to spend some time with family, contact friends, video chat, all that stuff. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, blah, you are staying healthy and following the lockdown procedures. Um, I know it's difficult with the, the weather getting a little bit nicer. It's tempting to kind of get out a bit more. Um, but I guess we just have to follow the lockdown procedure. And uh, the more we do it, the quicker we'll get past it. But anyway, on to something more interesting for today. Um, I'm going to look at two topics today. One is a question I got regarding dropping calories over the lockdown period. Um, whether you should do it, whether you shouldn't, um, and what my thoughts are on that. And also a topic I've been looking at a little bit more is, is when is comparison actually a good thing? Um, when is it beneficial and when is it actually doing you a disservice? Okay, so we'll take the calories one first because um, that was a question from someone on Instagram and it basically went along the lines of now that the person is working at home um, and doing less intense workouts, should they be dropping their calories a little bit? And the general answer for that one is yes. Typically... If you're now working at home, whereas you were commuting five days a week, um, if you're working at home at a lower intensity, intensity being percentage of maximum load that you can lift, um, and you're working it with a lower intensity than you would do in the gym, then yes, you probably need to cut calories. Um, looking at my own personal experience, um, when I'm working normally, I'm in the gym 25-ish plus hours a week, plus training time, um, plus I'm a lot more busy at the weekends, um, I would be on probably about 3,500 to 3,800 calories a day. Um, at the moment, with me being at home more, with me not being as physically active with my job, um, sitting at a laptop is certainly not... Um, uh, calorie demanding activity compared to being on the gym floor working with clients um, and bodyweight workouts rather than lifting reasonably heavy things up and down my calories have dropped probably a thousand okay so it's a fairly big drop um, and for most of my clients they're in the similar sort of boat they're cutting their calories down by 10 or 20 percent and they're still at maintenance okay um, so Yes, you'll have to probably look at your calorie totals, cut them down and kind of see where you are um, over the course of a couple of weeks um, and then you can make adjustments from that. If you've cut them too low, you're going to be low on energy, you're going to be a little bit lethargic um, and you maybe drop more weight than you want to um, if that's not your goal um, and then you have to just adjust up a little bit. If you find that you are maybe sitting at maintenance, then great, you've nailed it. If you're gaining a little bit of weight, then you just have to assess where you are and drop the calories a little bit more to bring you into that kind of maintenance level for the activity levels that you have right now. Okay, and those are likely to be very, very different 
to what you would have normally, okay? Once things start going back to normal and your activity levels start to climb, where you're maybe getting back into work a little bit more, um, you're commuting, you're maybe walking more, um, you're probably going to get back into the gym at some point. That's when your body's going to need some more calories to do what it does, and that's when you step it up, okay? But in the meantime, look at where you are, look at what your measurements and your weight is telling you, and then adjust your um, calorie intake based on that, okay? A couple of caveats on that. You want to keep your protein intake fairly high, okay? A good rule of thumb that I've started using is take your height in centimetres, and that is your grams per day target in, in uh, protein. So, um, I'm 193 centimetres, so I aim for about 190 to 200 grams per day. I don't track, but um, I've had enough practice that I can kind of ballpark, guesstimate how much protein I'm getting in, in each meal and each snack, and then I just eat around that number, okay? Um, but there's a lot of calculators and stuff out there, but your height in centimetres is a really good rule of thumb to remember when it comes to protein intake. The rest of your calories should be make up, made up in a way that makes adherence the easiest. So if you prefer a higher carb approach, you're going to cut fats down a little bit and go for higher carb uh, options. If you prefer a higher fat intake and lower carbs, then you just change your macros around that way. They all work to about, they all work as well as each other. The overriding factor is total calories, so it doesn't really matter. Um, one is not better than the other in terms of weight maintenance or, um, or body comp maintenance. Performance may drop a little bit if you drop carbs too far. In fact, it will drop a little bit when carbs drop too far. Um, a lot of the workouts you're going to be doing at the moment are body weight, they're lightweight, they're demanding higher reps, um, shorter rest times, and that lends itself to a slightly higher carb total. Um, but that can be alternated day in, day out. So on a training day, you might go higher carb. On a non-training day, you might go higher fat, lower carb. Um and, and get your balance that way, okay? But it ultimately comes down to what you prefer and what makes it easiest for you to stick to your calorie targets, okay? So protein is key, total calories matter, how you make up the rest of the calories doesn't, okay? So hopefully that helps a little bit. Um, so on to the idea of comparison. Talking to a couple of online clients, um, and they were comparing their situation to those of friends or other people that they know who are working out and you know maybe making a bit of progress with fat loss when these folks aren't and they're kind of settled in at maintenance. And it made me think of a quote that I read in James Clear's book, um, Atomic Habits. Now, I'm going to butcher the quote probably, but it's something along the lines of, if you want to make yourself miserable, compare big things. If you want to make yourself happy, compare small things. Okay? Um, and basically what that means to me is 
that if you're comparing big things, the big results, you know, it might be the car you drive compared to your neighbours. It might be the house that you live in compared to a friend. It might be your deadlift max compared to the guy at the gym that you always see at the same time that you go in. If you're comparing those big things, then you're setting yourself up for a bit of misery because someone is always going to be bigger, better, richer, faster, prettier, whatever, than you are, okay? Um... And you're just setting yourself up for uh, for for uh, a bit of misery. Um, the other quote that comes to mind is comparison is a thief of joy. And I always forget who said it, but that's, it's totally correct. If you're you know comparing big things, big outcomes to what other people have done, you don't know what their situation is, how long it's taken them to get there, um, or where you are in comparison to that. You know, you're just setting yourself up for. Um, being less happy with what you have than, than you might be. But if you look at comparison and when it can actually be beneficial, it's when you compare small things. Now, small things are the habits that you have daily, the daily routines that you have, your consistency, your adherence to your plan, the step-by-step um, -step process that you're following and how on it you are with that. If you compare that to someone who has achieved what you want to achieve, you know, success leaves clues and you can, God, I'm coming out with all the cliches today. But it's true, if if you see someone who has the result that you want, be it financial, relationship, performance, business, whatever, look at what little habits they've done and put in place to get where they're going, okay? So if it's a body comp or performance goal, look at how consistently do those people get in the gym? You know, people who get the results that you want, how often do they train? How many sessions do they miss in a year? It's probably not that many. But if you're missing you know, a couple of sessions every month, then that puts you behind the game. If you're missing a session a week compared to the other people, then that's putting you behind the game. You have to kind of step your adherence up. How do they structure their diets? Uh, how do they structure their recovery time? How do they structure their training plans and how do they build their workouts? Okay, If you're doing the same sort of things with the same consistency and the same adherence, then chances are you're going to see very similar results long term. Okay, When it comes down to business, um, if you look at people who have succeeded in the field that you're in, what daily tasks do they always get done? I guarantee you have them. Um, so if you can find these out, either by taking them out for a coffee and asking them how they do it, or reading a book about how these people have become successful, you can start putting these things into place and comparing your position now to where they are. they were at your point in the process and you can kind of mirror their progress by comparing your position to theirs. Um, so comparison can be a very beneficial tool. You know, you're looking at where you are compared to where you want to be and people who have done it ahead of you. Um, that's when comparison can be useful. But don't fall into the trap of comparing your position now with someone who's already succeeded. Okay, doing whatever it is you want to do. You know, if you're looking at the girl from work who has lost, I don't know, 10 kilos and dropped 
uh-huh. four dress sizes and dozens of inches from her, her, her measurements. Um, but she's been doing it for two years. It's taken her two years to get there and you only just started. You know, even if you're doing the right things, if you're only comparing your now to their now, you're going to be miserable because you're not where they are. If you compare your habits to their habits and they align, then that should give you a massive boost because you're on track to co- to to replicate their results if you maintain your adherence. So be a little bit more mindful about how you compare your position to others and look for ways that you can replicate their success. Okay? Um, so hopefully, like I say, those two points help you a little bit um, as always, if you have any questions, any topics you want me to cover, anything you want me to go into more detail on in previous episodes, please get in touch. Um, I'd really appreciate it. I'd also appreciate going and leaving a little review for me. Um, and I hope you have a great rest of the today, whatever today is, Tuesday. Um, yeah, have a good one. Take it easy. Bye.